0: You're listening
2: to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Big picture, like every position, you want to see improvement. Um, Quarterback specifically is protecting the ball. Um, And and we can do some some things. Quarterback always gets sometimes too much credit and too much blame. A lot of times, the success of a quarterback depends on how developed and how well the guys around him play. Uh, And we got to get better play out of everyone around him, from the O-line to the receivers to to the running backs. But from our quarterback, if we can be more consistent in making good decisions and not turning the ball over, that'll solve a lot of problems.
1: And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. That was offensive coordinator Matt Lubick talking just about the offense and the quarterback play and the turnovers that they want to get cleaned up here as we continue our spring practice discussion talking offense. This segment of the husker online show brought to you by tanner's sports bar and grill 30th and yankee hill they are home for husker volleyball they won't be playing volleyball this weekend but all the baseball games are on in there the march madness will be on there saturday and monday it's been just packed every night great atmosphere to watch the games so get on into tanner's sports bar 30th yankee hill check out all the new renovations all the new tvs Great wings. I think some of the best wings, if not the best wings in town uh, there at Tanner's on 30th and Yankee Hill. Guys, want to talk spring practice. One breaking news thing, though, that happened here right as our show was going on. Uh, tight end Kurt Raftall has entered his name in the transfer portal. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was kind of funny. Um, we were interviewing tight ends coach Sean Becton at practice this week. And um, Steve Sippel, our good friend and colleague um, from the Lincoln Journal-Star, <laughs> asked him, um, Becton about, you know, what's it say about a guy like Ra- uh, Raftall that's kind of stuck it out and and, and not gone in the portal? And Co- Coach Becton kind of was like, well, we'll have to see you on that one. And, and then obviously about an hour later, he, he went in the portal. But I, not a big surprise. Um, my read on this is he's probably waiting to graduate in May, wanted to kind of get a, a, assess the situation. Um, but with Thomas Vidoni, James Carney here, Raftal um, was kind of the odd man out with Volkolek and Austin Allen.
2: Yeah, keep in mind he committed to Indiana before uh, um, uh, Kevin Wilson was fired and during that transition between Tom Allen. So, you know, maybe he wants to move move back home closer to to Indiana and uh, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I mean, the writing was on the wall with that one. I mean, just look at what – Nebraska already had in place uh, at tight end with Alan Vokolek, and then the way they've recruited that position. I mean, Thomas Fedoni is going to be hard to keep off the field. Uh, when James Carney's able to, to get healthy, he's going to be a factor as well, and then A.J. Rollins down the road. I mean, um, there's just a lot to combat there with a short amount of time to try and make your mark, and if it hasn't happened yet, you know, odds of it happening anytime soon, you know, probably not likely. So, you know, disappointing that, you know, Kurt couldn't have a bigger impact, but like I said, not a surprise.
0: Well, and, and yeah, you know, I think the the fact of the matter is that not everybody is going to have a standout career. And um, it's not to say that Kurt Raftall is a, is a bad player or, or that, you know, he didn't meet expectations or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I think that throughout any given career, there's going to be guys that, that rise up and, and kind of stand out and, and other guys that fall back in the pack. And uh, you know, unfortunately for Rafto, I think he was one of the guys that kind of fell back as guys like um, Austin Allen and, and Vokalek. And, you know, and like you mentioned, Robin Fedoni is going to be an emerging player and, and so on and so forth. So uh, you only have so many years to play. And so, you know, it's it's probably the writing is on the wall and it's probably, you know, in his best decision to, to try and find a um, you know, different place to, to have an opportunity, I guess.
1: Yeah, and, and the, the numbers don't lie, guys. I mean, when you look at his playing time, he only played 15 tight end snaps last year, 15. The year before, in 2019, he saw 58. In 2018, Scott Frost's first year, he saw 162. Yeah. So as Volkolek got involved more, as Allen grew because I feel like Austin Allen, at the beginning of 2018, was probably on an equal level mm-hmm. with Raftal. was kind
2: of an and-or with those guys. Yeah, it was.
1: And Stahl was the man. But you've seen the development of Allen. You've seen, obviously, Raftall's emergence. And then Fedoni. I mean, you got the number one ranked tight end in the country here right mm-hmm. now. So th- nobody should be surprised. And he'll have two years of eligibility. My guess is he graduates in May. I don't know that for a fact. Um, but I'm guessing this is his fourth year in school. So he's probably on track to graduate and. Um, he'll get an opportunity to go play somewhere for two years. You can't blame the guy.
2: Yeah, and, and he'll have plenty of opportunities. He's a good player. he's gonna he's gonna find a, a good fit for him. And like I said, you know, being an Indiana guy, maybe he goes and plays in the Mac somewhere or something like that, and has a good career. But you know, going back to you know the tight end situation, I think the, the real storyline so far this early this spring has been Austin Allen and the fact that he's kind of taken over as the alpha dog of that tight end room where, you know, he kind of had to sit in Jack Stoll's shadow for the last couple of years. And now he's kind of uh, emerged as a guy that could potentially be a captain. He talked about that during his spring press conference, how that is one of his main goals this year was uh, to do enough on and off the field to uh, be voted a captain by his teammates and. Seems like he's off to a pretty strong start with that. I mean, he's a, he's a vocal leader who uh, has really kind of come into his own, uh, not only as a uh, you know pass catcher, route runner, but I think he's really trying to establish himself as, as a blocker as well. That's probably been his biggest weak point, and that's a point of emphasis now uh, for him this off season. And um, you know, you pair him with Travis Volkolek, and then the young guys they have coming up that tight end room uh, seems deeper a, as ever. And you know, Sean in your, in your interview with Beckton, he said that this is probably the deepest tight end room he's had in his career. So. He don't want to go out with. and
1: say it all the way, but he's like one of one the, of, one of for but sure. if but you know, I mean, you got to be careful. I think. I mean, he's had
2: NFL guys in his room at it's Central he, Florida, yeah. so they
1: the, but they're watching like Kyle Pitts cutups right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're trying to come up with new ways, Nate, to use these guys.
0: Well, yeah, and, and I think that. Um, you know that's going to continue to happen. That was something that was that was kind of like the buzzword or or the the thing that everyone was talking about last year, right before spring started. Was you know okay, how how are they going to utilize the tight end position, or is it going to become more involved in the offense? Well, we saw that it was more involved in the offense this past year, but I would imagine that it's going to that that's only going to grow given the talent that's in that room. And uh, and I feel like you know Austin Allen is one of those guys. You could kind of see that emergence happening. You know him kind of developing not only as a player on the field but as a kind of a leader off of it um, you know and, and now you know I'm excited to see you know kind of the the next step he takes and and obviously you know having covered Thomas Fidoni's recruitment and everything and knowing uh, the type of athlete and, and player that he is I, I'm really excited to see how he may factor into the mix this fall too
1: in the departure of raftall now it, it puts technically Nebraska you take away the six super seniors. Um, that are on scholarship right now they're at 81 um, but there's some wiggle room still at that like Connor Culp is not on scholarship yet he's going to go on Levi Falk is not on he's going to go on Oliver Martin is not on yet he's going to go on so they're probably at 84 um, but uh, Falk would count and Culp would count in that six-year super senior it's really confusing on the numbers but they have some flexibility and they still have room for two more transfers so they had to probably process a few more guys in all reality if they're going to reward those guys I mentioned on scholarship, which they are. And then they're going to add two more guys still on this roster, Nate.
0: Yeah. So, um, it, it, you know, it was one of those deals where I think right now with the way the transfer portal is and, and everything, you you knew that there was going to be at least a, you know, a couple. Departures from this team, maybe not. You know, I'm I'm a little surprised, I guess, that it happened. You know, first week of, of spring practice that that this announcement came out, but uh, you you had to figure that there were going to be if, at least a couple departures from the team between now and and the end of the semester.
1: Yeah, you wonder how this all started for Raftall. Like he went through the whole winter program, yeah. and did he just get an idea of what the reps were going to be day one of practice, and just that's my guess. Day two didn't like. Uh, the the plan because it, it it just the way it timed out was interesting that he even went through practice because typically if you're going to go portal you do a warrant like you know guys like Warner and McCaffrey they're still on campus and they they work out in the rec center because they can't work out in the facilities anymore and. People will say, "Yeah, I saw Ra- I-, I saw Warner and McCaffrey like working out in the rec center."
2: Yeah, and you know, I wonder how much of it too is, uh, you know, with uh, Fedoni. He's getting the bulk of his reps with the third team, but he's also getting sprinkled in with the ones and twos. So maybe, you know, he's showing enough flashes where Kurt was like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> I-, I see my time is now." All
1: right, my days are numbered. Well, guys, I want to talk defense next. When We come back, uh, we'll-, we'll pick up this conversation, talk some spring football defensive storylines. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show.